Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oliver's celebrating its 20th birthday this year, so to mark the occasion, we're re-releasing 20 of our favourite podcast episodes over the next month. Listen again to some old favourites or discover hidden gems you might have missed as we dive deep into the back catalogue. And don't forget there are more than 400 podcast episodes in the archive. Just head to olivemagazine.com to find out more. In this episode, chef and restaurateur Imad Alanab talks about his journey from war-torn Syria through 30 countries to build his business again from scratch. He talks about why family is at the heart of everything he does and how being able to help others through his work is how he measures success. So um, today we're welcoming Imad Alanab to the podcast. After many years spent building up a successful business in Damascus, including restaurants, juice bars and a cafe, he was forced to flee Syria during the civil war of 2015, his restaurants all destroyed in six days. He spent three months traveling through 10 countries, finally arriving at the Calais refugee camp where he stayed for 64 days before ending up in the UK in October, 2015. In t- 2017, Imad found his way back to food, hosting a series of restaurant pop-ups which showcased his cooking and raised funds to help refugees, hospitals and aid programs. In 2021, he opens his first permanent space in Kingley Court off Carnaby Street, Imad's Syrian Kitchen, in which he aims to share some of his most loved family Syrian recipes. Welcome to the podcast, Imad. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, That's a a very short introduction to what was a huge journey for you. I'd like to go back to the beginning of your journey and maybe talk about a little bit about your life 
you know, before you were forced to flee Syria, when you had that successful business um, before that, you know, what, what was it um, at the beginning that kind of sparked your interest in food? When, when did you first know that you were going to become a cook or that it was in your blood? Uh, to be honest, uh, from the from the very beginning, um, uh, no, it it wasn't. Uh, I always liked to be involved in in my mother kitchen, and something. This is something from the. Honestly, it was. I, I don't remember when it started. It it's always been there, but um, in early, um, let's say in in, in latest eighties, nine uh, early nineties wasn't really a, like uh, for my parents as um, at least it wasn't the best idea for me to become a chef or a cook like everyone else they wanted me to be either a doctor engineer or whatever um, but I had the easy path to if, if I could say so to become a a fashion designer, a textile, textiler like my father and my uncles. I do have 14 uncles, all of them uh, working in textiles and fashion designing. Um, and uh, yeah, this is this is where it's all start. Um, uh, I'm not saying that I don't like to be a fashion designer, uh, but it's not me. Uh, I had a good time. <laughs> I had a good time doing it, but it wasn't really me. I think you've got enough in the family. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> and to be honest, it's not a, it's not an easy competition with them. But it wasn't me. I always uh, prefer to be with my mother in the kitchen instead of um, working anything else. Uh, to be honest, even as a kid, I was preferring it to play with my with my with my friends. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit strange for them, uh, uh, but my mother get me from the from the very beginning. So, how did you convert the? You know, you didn't. You decided to to not go down the textiles. Um, how did you convert the sort of love of cooking into actually? Ending up owning and running these successful uh, restaurants. Honestly, it's it's took me so long to convince men to con uh, to convince them first. Um, starting from uh, uh, my father have a really really nice um, uh, um, a side near of uh, the oldest market in the whole world. It's called the Hamidia Market. And uh, honestly, once once he bought this uh, side, immediately I thought this is could be a very nice restaurant, and this is could be something like really really special. Um, uh, during that time, I was in Dubai, actually not in Damascus, but uh, yeah, I told them if if you ever want me to be back. I will have this side as a restaurant and it was a good idea. So yeah, they say, why not? Let's, let's try it. Uh, for them, it was a little bit like a gambling, but not for me. I thought I can do something special, something different, something uh, unusual for Damascus where it's not a typical shawarma or falafel or anything like this. I just wanted to have a um, few fast food where I create and um, 
And this is where it all starts. And honestly, it was really, really brilliant idea. I didn't do anything special. I just put my, my own simple recipes in in a very good way to, to serve it there. It was the new recipes. I start to pick names for it. Usually it's what I start to do is to do, to call my, my uh, uh, dishes or plates uh, according to the city in the walls or, or even countries. So I had an Indian chicken or uh, Italian uh, beef or, yeah, you know, it's, it's not real names for, for these recipes, but it was, it was inspired for 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 example with all of these spices from around the world and people loved it there honestly it was a huge success so you started off not with the traditional syrian but with your kind of imad mashups exactly (laughs) 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 honestly it it was something like bites i like to do or bites i like to to have and uh, convert it to either sandwiches or me small meals to take away, enjoy it while you in the market. And it was a huge success from the very beginning. So we had a Philadelphia sandwich, a New York sandwich, London sandwich. It, it was really I fun. <laughs> and uh, to be honest, sometimes it's awkward. Like London sandwich at that time originally was fish and chips. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> it's a good sandwich. <laughs> yeah, but, but to be honest, do... it was Syrian fish and chips. Uh, uh, right. Sorry, I, I don't know how to describe it, but a London sandwich was fish and chips with um, test of Damascus. Like we used a lot of cumin, right? And yeah, yeah. Special spices make it more more Syrian than British. To be oh honest. my god, it sounds absolutely <laughs> delicious. I think it you did. should bring it, it was, back. Yeah. <laughs> You, you mentioned that your mother was a big um, was a big sort of influence on your cooking. And when I asked you who was the most inspiring person, you said it was her. I mean, was she, was she always at the hearth sort of cooking the person who was providing the family yes, with the food? Yeah. Actually, definitely her. Not just because of the uh, cooking. It's... Um, my mother was like really, really hard worker woman, and she was um, uh, in in many ways. She helped my father build his own career. She helped me wo- working on my career. She was always behind the scenes, but she was very creative, very artist woman. She know her passion was more on in. in uh, first of all, she's really, really a good cook, but her passionate more about. Uh, embroidery and uh, creating things like drawing on the silk or on the glass. She was like truly artist. Um, She was taking care of everyone, uh, honestly. Um, uh, Her parents, my father, me, my family, my daughters, uh, their education and... uh, my niece and nephews, um, yeah, she she's she's a great woman, um, but I think I think because all of this uh, tired in her tiredness in her life, um, sadly, um, 
40 days after arriving to the UK, she passed away. Uh, actually, actually, it was 50 days exactly. She she was um, feeling not well after 40 days after I arrived to the UK and 10 days later, she passed away. Yeah, but she's always, she's always, um, um, she's always ideal to me, actually. She, she teach me the only two things I'm using in right now, how to speak English and how to cook. And she has, <laughs> what else you yeah, she has all the credit. Oh, yeah, what honestly, my English of... didn't prove not even one, uh, not at all. This is me speaking English right now. It's exactly what my mother teach me you. when when I was a kid. Well, it's a lot better than my Syrian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what um, what do you think she'd think about your? where you are now, you know, and, and opening this restaurant right off Carnaby Street, which is, I mean, one of the most famous streets in London. To be honest, she, she's, she was always, at least she make me feel like if she proud of me and my brother and sister all the way, even when we were kids, she was always showing her love and her, um, how, how proud she is in, in whatever we do, even, even when, when it's something silly or something, uh, she was supportive from the, from the very, uh, beginning. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Stick around for more inspirational chats, stories and advice from Imad. Thinking about the, the sort of success side of things, I, I guess you've you've had it you've had you've had it twice because you had this successful business back in Damascus where you were running various different restaurants in your juice bar. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're about, you've kind of built it all back up again to be launching this, you know, what, what, what is, what is success for you? What, what do you, what does it feel to be like? Honest, next time was much easier. <laughs> <laughs> the second yeah. time around. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> second time was much easier. Uh, but it's it was much more emotional, to be honest, because um, uh, it was a very hard journey from Syria to here. Lost of, of my business in, in Damascus was a very uh, sad and um, destroying somehow for me. I mean, but uh, uh, yeah, it was very emotional having all of this all over again. Um and uh, honestly, now I can pick and choose. I don't want to. I don't want a big restaurants anymore. I don't want a twenty-four hours restaurants anymore. I want something I enjoyed in it. And it's not all about building a business only. I think. Uh, I think with my journey from Syria to here, it's give me like a little bit different um, thinking about everything in the world. Um, especially in what is the important things in the world. Um, so let's say when, when I lost 
my my restaurants back there in Damascus, I wasn't, I didn't have time to be sad about them, just because I didn't have time to be sad. I didn't. I, um, the my only consider at that time is to uh, escape with my daughters and my wife to somewhere uh, safer. Um, so, in in, in this. In these times, you you find out that business or uh, is not that important as you think it is. It's uh, it's something to carry on your life with. But the most important part, and this is where why I was really really lucky. My wife and my daughters are fine, and uh, so this is why I was one of the luckiest between my neighbors. To be honest, I didn't lose any of my family. Uh, at least my close family uh, during this uh, during this war. Yeah, is it family's very important to you? I mean, you said you had fourteen uncles. Yes, and I think you said <laughs> <laughs> um, I was reading somewhere where you were saying um, it's no big deal for me to cook for a hundred people because that's like a family exactly. Yeah, so so our restaurant now in in uh, Carnaby Street. A maximum can fit 60 people. And uh, yeah, if I have a family reunion, I, I don't know where to fit them in my restaurant. So definitely it's not. They wouldn't deal. fit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, it, in 1991, it? we were 98 mm. cousins and we, step, we stopped counting since. You just don't bother counting anymore. No, no, it's no. just whoever turns up. You, <laughs> yeah. I could get into your house pretending yeah. I was your cousin, yeah, couldn't exactly. I? <laughs> <laughs> what recipe would you make for yourself or others when you're kind of looking for comfort or trying to soothe yourself? Um, could you? Unfortunately, sweets. <laughs> this is something. Yeah. Always sweet. Is it always, always a sweet? sweet thing? Yeah, always sweet uh -huh. things. Uh, I do love. I do love something called um, um, in Syria we call it awami, uh, which is um, uh, fried pastries soaked in 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 uh, in sugar in, uh, in in sugar syrup with uh, orange flower water, but uh, in different countries in Oman and Gulf area Yemen. Uh, they call it a gemat, where they have something similar, but they soak it in date molasses. And I have this special version where I put both of them together. So it's it's really a good one. Yeah. What kind of pastry is it? Is it like a dough, like a donut, or is it like exactly. a pastry? Like a, yeah, exactly. Oh, it no, is like yeah. a donut. So yeah, it has yeah. yeast, a yeast, and then you let it rise, and then you deep fry it. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. It's... That would make me very happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Actually, is, is it makes on... me really happy all the time. And look at yeah. me now. <laughs> Will that be on the menu at your at your new place? Uh, yes, in special occasions, like we will have it with the supper clubs, and not all the time because right freshness with it it's really important. So we will yeah. have it with the supper clubs, and when uh, you can do it, yeah, yeah. special occasions, yes. Tell us, tell us some of the, um, tell us about the style of, of the menu at Imad's Syrian Kitchen when it opens. What kind of things are you going to be having on there? It's going to be a very simple menu, first of all. So we will have um, 
around eight starters, uh, four main courses, and two or three desserts maximum. Uh, from the um, dessert, we will have the Syrian ice cream, which is pistachio creamy ice cream. It's really, really lovely. You're going to love it. Um, and uh, uh, from the main course, we will have some vegan options like uh, vegan Hindi, which is uh, uh, tomato-based, topped with uh, with uh, baked, uh, grilled uh, vegetables. Um, we'll have slow-cooked lamb. We'll have uh, chicken skewers uh, with bulgur wheat. Uh, for the starters, we'll have... Um, Falafel, hummus, baba ganoush, uh, salads, uh, and few signature dishes, dips, and salads. Yeah. So is yeah. it all to be is it all to be put out and shared and sort of definitely, dived into? Yes, yes, yeah, definitely. Actually, sharing is um, sharing is uh, how we eat in in Damascus. We don't have mm. we we don't have individual plates. It's all the only yeah. your plate that you will have something from the small plates in the middle of the table. I want to keep it that way. I love that way. And uh, uh, um, um, honestly, diversity in, 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 in food in Syria is really very important, I think, for, for. Yeah. And you can find something for everyone. So yeah. at the same table, you will have meat, uh, vegan, uh, vegetarian, gluten-free, all Amazing. of it. So, yeah. Yeah. We have Everyone's going to be happy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Finally, I just wanted to ask you um, if you were going to give, go back and give yourself any advice to your younger self, what, what would that advice be? Looking back at everything that's happened, and that's a lot. Um definitely spending time it's more uh, spending more time with the people you love yeah because um honestly you will never know when you're gonna lose them and uh, people are the most important thing in the in the whole life and uh, for for some time after I lost my business in Damascus in 2012 until I left Damascus in 2015, in those three years, somehow I lost my belief in, in humanity. Um, I felt like if we left behind, if we... Um, uh, the other world doesn't really know what we are going through or what we um, uh, struggling um, until honestly I met all of these volunteers and nice people along along the way from from Greece to the UK and then even inside the UK all of these nice people working on on human rights working on good things in, in the world, um, it makes me believe again. And uh, uh, if I can say one advice to all of these people who's not involved 
uh, with whatever happening in the in the whole world. If this is something happening to me, I, I honestly there is no surprises in the world. In two thousand and nine, I um, I thought I had it all and I had it for good, just because everything was more than perfect. Restaurants, families, houses, cars. Um, I had a good life. And in my, like, my biggest consider was at that time where I'm going to spend my holiday in summer. Um, this 24 hours um, restaurants, who's going to, I'm, I'm going to need like a new people to work there. I want to promote this thing. Uh, I want to have a new dish. This is was my um, biggest concern. Uh, but now it's totally different view to the whole world. Uh, honestly, it's really important for those you love them that to tell them that you are love them. You you love them. Um, they want to hear it more, and you can't say it enough. <laughs> and so honest, honestly, even even for those who who um, now I don't know, um, I do love everyone. I have um, um, I'm really glad to do what what we are doing right now in Emad Syrian Kitchen. It is a restaurant. It is a a, a, um, a business, but also it's. It's a place for everyone to feel like home. This is why we are partnered with uh, Choose Love Charity. This is why we are doing uh, a lot of good things in the in the in different areas in the world, uh, starting from the UK all the way to Syria and behind Syria. Uh, wherever we can do something good, we will and. Uh, Honestly, it makes me feel much better about myself and about um, and about my project. It it will be something special. I'm very sure of it because it's uh, it's not included only uh, good food. It's a good cause. It's um, it. There is always something to pay back to the community, and hopefully. Uh, Everyone will will be there. Will feel like if it's their like if it's their own house or somewhere, they will feel comfortably. Yeah. So I mean, you are you're an absolute inspiration, Imran. Thank you very um, much. And if if people want to learn more, they can go online. It's Imad Syrian Kitchen. Type that in, or you're on um, Instagram as well. Yes. Um, but. Um, and you can go and find out more about Imad's story and the, the great work he's doing with Choose Love. But thank you so much for coming to chat to us today. It's thank been you really so lovely much. to meet you. Thank you um, very and, much. Yeah, looking forward to the restaurant opening. I'll thank, see you thank you thank so you. much. I really had a great time. Thank you. You've been listening to Disasters and Triumphs, an Olive Magazine podcast series. To find out more about the series, including the recipes we talk about in each episode, visit olivemagazine.com where you'll also find our huge back catalogue of over 200 podcast episodes. Don't forget to subscribe at Acast, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts to never miss an episode.